Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Big thanks to our buddy Dre from Manassas for stopping by. Way too kind, bringing us delicious adult beverages about that? to take home with us. Great to spend some time out and about this season with listeners at Buffalo Wild Wings, our last beat-up show the Monday after a Commander's game today. So stop by Falls Church, Buffalo Wild Wings off Leesburg Pike, and say hello. It is time for our Beltway Blitz. We'll discuss a Caps win yesterday and a Commander's huge victory over the Cowboys that nobody saw coming as well. But let's get things started on the hardwood right now. Voice of the Wiz is Dave Johnson joining us to kick off the Beltway Blitz. The last time we saw the Wizards, they were dropping a 127-110 game in Oklahoma City against the Thunder on Friday night. What went wrong on Friday, Dave? You know what? Uh, they just didn't have the right approach. As simple as that. And Christoph Porzingis, you appreciated the honesty afterwards, just saying uh, he took ownership for it, Daniel Gafford, uh, other players. This is a league where you can feel good about yourself. I watched their practice the day before in Chicago. Uh, look, they, they lost the game before that to the Bucks, but Giannis had 55, and, and they were still playing well. The problem was Giannis was on the other team. So you can feel what you want to feel, but all of a sudden it's the last game of a road trip, and, it, and, and, it's, and we've all been there. It's not like consciously you go into maybe your Friday uh, Grand Vanny show. It's not that consciously – you're, you're saying, you know what, I'm going to mail it in today. But you know what, that's what happens, and especially in a situation uh, when the Thunder, they just get back home, and they're hungry. And they come out, and they played harder. So they played harder. That's the short answer uh, to the simple question you asked me, and I should have just said that. Uh, the bottom line is they're back home tonight. Uh, no Zion Williamson, uh, no Brandon Ingram. They, they have to get back to playing hard and playing hard doesn't necessarily mean uh as simple as is just coming out uh and and going after loose balls and getting rebounds that's part of it but also play smart uh because that's also factors into if you're going to play harder that means you're more focused uh, on both ends of the floor Dave, I think you and I both know I have mailed in several afternoon shows here on the Great Nanny program. Uh, we are one month. And we from- could get we could get away with it. We could get away with it sometimes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we are one month away from the trade deadline. Uh, the Wizards are an interesting spot where if we think they're a, a playoff caliber team, they should add. What might they add? If they don't think they are and they want to build long term, they might subtract. A, what do you think they are? B, what do you think they do? I still think they are a, a playoff caliber team, and, and some people might be saying, well, you know, of course that's what he thinks. He's the Wizards guy and et cetera, et cetera. But 
I, I'm sorry, Kristaps Porzingis is playing at an all-star level and, and, and is a quality player. Kyle Kuzma, uh, not only playing at an all-star level, one of the top ten in, in voting. So obviously, you know, either people are taking note of his play or they're taking note of his outfits or maybe both. Um, so I, I do believe with, with Rui Hachimura back and, and DeLon right back, and I, I bring those up, those two up, not because they're all-stars, but look, if you're going to be a playoff caliber team, you have to, you have to be deep. Uh, and you have to have something coming off your, your bench. And for a while, the Wizards uh, didn't. You know, what, what the Wizards add uh, to, and, and, and what happens at the trade deadline, I've got to be honest, that, that's a more, uh, you know, a, a difficult question to answer because, uh, you know, I, the, the short answer is I still think they need some more physicality, which is, which is a great, you know, cliche word, but, uh, we need we need another player or a player that can that can bring that that dog leg mentality off 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 the bench. I think that's what this team is is missing in some games. It's it's it is a finesse team that can score. There's no question about that. Uh, it, it's a team that has had defensive stretches. It needs to be the defensive team that we we started to get teased by at the beginning of the year. So, uh, again, uh, I guess I'm good at long answers today, but you have to pardon me. I've been on the road for about 100 days. Uh, it's more physicality is what they need, and I still believe they can be. The record says they can be uh, a playoff contending thing. The thing that the team, the thing that worries me is the schedule is still not breaking. We're coming home for four games. We're going back out on the road, and, and that does concern me. Dave Johnson, voice of the Wiz. You never apologize for good insight. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you. Always good to be with you guys. I'm glad you got Craig Heist free because he's actually the busiest guy in the market. So you've got everything going on today. And, and again, I don't think you guys ever mail anything in. So I was actually referring to most of my career. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Be good. All right, let's keep the blitz moving. Before we get to the result in the actual game yesterday, Caps didn't play very well but got a one nothing win over a team that has stunk lately. Bigger story is... They are getting reinforcements back. What a scene. Awesome. What an event at Cap One Arena as Tom Wilson and Nicholas Backstrom together on the same day made their season debut yesterday afternoon. Mike Vogel was there, washcaps.com. Vogues, how about that? Uh, it was a real feel-good afternoon, I thought, guys. Um, I, I love that Peter Laviolette put both of them on. Uh, look, they both you're not going to stick those guys on the same line when they're both coming back after missing half the season, but just for the first shift of the game so that uh, during the introductions, the fans get a chance to acknowledge their returns. And, uh, you know, I, I think that that was, uh, that was one of the greater moments of the season to date when uh, both of those guys got well-deserved standing and rousing ovations. I think it made them feel good too, you know, probably sells some of the nerves, but definitely reminded them, of what they were missing and why they worked so hard to, to get back on the ice. It's awesome to have them back. It's also a good problem to have when you have too many good players, but, you know, you get a, a scratch from uh, Anthony Mantha uh, yesterday, Vogues. What's going to be the repercussion and fallout getting these two instrumental pieces back? How are the lines going to shift and who might not get a sweater? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good problem to have, uh, Danny. I, I think, like you said, you know, now you, you, you've got 14 forwards, um, they're all pretty good NHL forwards, and you you had to park a couple guys and Alexei Protus and, and Joe Snively, uh, who's been on the roster the whole season to this point. And those guys are are back in Hershey, so just 
it shows how much depth they have now that they've got that injured list down to just three guys. Uh, Carl Hagelin, Connor Brown, John Carlson still out of the lineup. But, um, you know, I think it's going to be a little bit of a feeling out process for Peter Laviolette and the staff to find the best combinations. I don't expect Anthony Mantha to be parked for very long. Uh, I, I think we've talked about this a lot over the course of the season. There's a lot of guys, and Mantha's one of them, they can play a couple of different positions. They can move vertically and horizontally up and down the, the lineup chart. So he's Peter's got a lot of options as far as what sort of combinations he wants to work with. And, you know, I think you'll see, at least for a while, Backstrom and, and, and uh, Wilson on separate lines as, as they're sort of eased back in. They both got about 14 minutes and change yesterday. They're both capable of playing more, but uh, I think they'll be eased back in and, uh, you know, it, it did look a little bit – they looked off yesterday, and I, I think that's part of it is you've got two guys in, um, and, and one of them's on the ice for a good chunk of the game at any given time. So I think I think there's going to be a bit of a feeling out process to figure out which combinations work the best. And, and you know, I think Peter's done a pretty good job of figuring that out uh, as the season's gone on. He's found combinations that – that work. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of Sonny Milano and Gennady Kuznetsov together. Uh, we've seen OSU with those guys. Um, but again, there are a lot of permutations and possibilities, and I'm sure we're going to start to see uh, some of those. Yeah, it was pretty electric, though, to, to see the ovation and, and fans pumped for those two guys. They didn't play great. They stole a couple points, though. They got a win over you know, a bad team, and now they get to focus on playing a better 6DV next time uh, with two points in hand, which is important. Vogues, we appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. My pleasure, fellas. Thanks for having me. See you, brother. Speaking of wins yesterday, let's talk football. Scott Abraham of Channel 7 Sports in town on the Commanders. Scotty, Ron Rivera may not have liked your question post game when you suggested <laughs> that the team played better this week and maybe uh, brought more energy than they did against the Browns, but... I mean, it proof's in the pudding to some extent. What do you make of the elevated play despite a lot of guys not being available yesterday? I mean, next man up mentality. I thought the team was played with a fire, played with an energy. It might have been their last game of the season, but they were pros. They did not mail it in, and you just have to give kudos to those guys that stepped in and filled some big roles uh, that don't necessarily play a lot. I mean, they smacked the Cowboys in the mouth. They dominated them for the entire game. Uh, I just wish that was the case with the Cleveland home game and the Giants home game, uh, especially the Cleveland game. I just didn't seem to see that same intensity, seem to see that same energy that they brought to the table against the Cowboys last night. Would you make a Sam Howell? Tell you what, uh, small sample size. Obviously, it's one game, but whew, that deep ball to Terry McLaurin, uh, throwing 60 yards in the air. That caught my attention very quickly. Uh, I love the fact that he could use his legs and run. Uh, he made the uh, poor decision of throwing that interception in the red zone, uh, in the end zone. Learning moment, learning experience for the rookie. But all in all, um, he did a great job given the circumstances against a, a pretty good uh, Dallas defense. So Sam Howell now, guys, in the conversation for could he be the quarterback of the future? Could he be QB1 next year? It's obviously going to be a big topic on TV and radio shows for the coming months. Scott Turner 
was the subject of a Washington Post story over the weekend where they had nine unnamed players questioning play calling and game planning. What was your thought on that? Uh, I'm not surprised because uh, I think, uh, you know, averaging what, having a tough time scoring over 17 points a game is problematic. Yeah, you can blame, you know, it's a rotational door at quarterback, but uh, you, you still have a lot of good weapons with Robinson, Antonio Gibson, Logan Thomas, Terry McLaurin. The list goes on with that wide receiving group. Uh, you got to be more efficient in the red zone, and I think uh, there's some frustration in that locker room, uh, especially with the offensive guys that uh, they don't think they're, 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 they're good enough right now in terms of what they're executing, and they are better than what they're showing on the field offensively. And unfortunately, that comes down to sometimes play calling, and Ron Rivera is going to have to make a decision whether to part ways with Scott Turner or uh, go, go, some, go somewhere else. I'm fine moving on from from Scott Turner, uh, Scott. I mean, that's that you know, it, you're not, I'm not going to stand on the table for a guy whose offense yep. is over three years has performed pretty poorly. It's the second most expensive offense in the sport, and you just can't be as bad as they were. I, so that's kind of the end of my case there. But doesn't it feel like he's kind of being made out to be the scapegoat here when there are plenty of other things to to criticize potentially? Uh, yes. Uh, interesting you noted that because I was thinking about that the other day driving into work. It's kind of interesting uh, just some of the comments Ron has made over the last couple of weeks uh, with Scott Turner when he was asked directly about Scott Turner. Uh, there's, a, there's, a lot, there's still a lot of warts with this football team, yet granted, you know, in the spotlight right now is, is the offensive woes and the defense really carried the water there, especially midway through the season and the late part of the season. Uh, but there are still some concerns with the offensive line. Uh, you know, Carson Wentz was a sitting duck back there. You know, you needed that mobile quarterback to mask uh, the problems there on the offensive line. Linebacking play was, was wishy-washy at times, maybe some help on the secondary. So other than quarterback and play calling, there's still some tinkering that has to be done with this 53-man roster as you go ahead to 2023. Scott, I mean, there are so many questions all the way up to ownership. I mean, what are some yep. of the things outside a quarterback that you're most fascinated by going into this offseason? You know, I'm just, I'm just surprised at the fact that, you know, I, I, don't, I don't want to speak for most of the fan bases. I feel like sometimes people are just content with mediocrity, with seven wins, eight wins, and enough is enough in a sense, guys. Like, when are we going to take that next step? How do we take that next step in terms of, getting this team into the playoffs year after year, fighting for a division title. I mean, I don't know if seven wins, eight wins is, is, is you know, good enough or, or maybe good enough for, for this fan base. But I think there should be an expectation that this team has to be better and has to, you know, he talked about Ron Rivera year three, showing that growth, taking that next step, and they didn't. They, they did not take that next step. When is that going to be? When is that going to take place? I think it's going to be fascinating to see what they do in the offseason and what can they do because of the ownership cloud laying over ahead of this franchise and, and the limitations that may present. And I tell you what, if Ron Rivera's back for year four, it's win-now mode, guys. He can't go to a young quarterback in, like, in the draft or maybe put all of his eggs in the Sam Howell basket because he maybe not have that time. He has to win now. He has to show improvement. So, in my opinion, it's probably going to be another veteran quarterback coming here to Washington in the offseason. Wait, Scott, you just said they didn't make that jump in his third year. I thought Rivera said they did make the jump. Uh, he did, my friend. Uh, and he, uh, he, he, he said that, and he, uh, he thought they did some good things uh, over the course of this 
three years, and especially this year, uh, I would argue and beg to differ, and I think most of the fan base would as well. Uh, so maybe a year four will be that big jump we've all been waiting for. Scott, thank you, buddy. Always appreciate it, man. Yeah, fellas. Yep, bye-bye. Good having Scott Abraham on the Beltway Blitz. You can check him out, Channel 7, in town. Uh, he is uh, at the controls with uh, Olivia of the sports department over there. They do a really good job, and we've had both of them on the Blitz a bunch. We're one hour away now, less than that, about 40 minutes away from Jay Gruden, who's going to join us at 5. We'll get his thoughts on Sam Howell. Do you want to talk bigger picture about QB next and kind of where they should think about going into the offseason? What might be the conversations they have? Let's do that. And let's also get into Hal's performance yesterday. How would you grade him? Letter grades, A through F. Statistically speaking, it doesn't really move the needle a ton. Uh, but we all watched. I mean, there were some flashpoints, right? There was a 60-yard in the air throw for 52 yards. There was a beautifully placed screen on a 34-yard catch and run. The scrambles, even though it was only 35 yards, if you watched the game, you saw he's quick. Some nice things, yeah. He, he can slide. He can avoid contact. The touchdown run was awesome. What letter grade would you give Sam Howe on 11 of 19 for a buck 69, a touchdown and a pick, and the 35 rushing with a score? And do you think we should be talking about a possibility of maybe less is more at quarterback this offseason? They went big. They pushed all the chips in this past offseason, and it didn't work. Should they learn from that experience, or should they try to do better than Carson Wentz this time around? We're Grant and Danny. That's next on The Fan. We're at Buffalo Wild Wings in Falls Church. Stop by and say hello. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, let's take it back over live. That was us from a few segments ago. Weird. We're out and about. Time warp. Real life live radio. Your boys were here. Then we were gone. Darius Johnny on the spot. Let you hear some of the show. But we're back in real time, live at Buffalo Wild Wings. Speaking of which, come stop by and say hello, please. We will be here until 6.15, maybe 6.30 this evening. Although you got to be here before that on-air light goes off if you want to talk to Danny. Because 14 seconds after that, he is out the door. 88 and out the gate. I'll correct you if you say something incorrect. At least one listener every single week has looked at me when Danny's gone and said, man, he gets out of here fast. And I say, has, has for nine years. Yeah. <laughs> is the show over? There's right. your checklist. See you guys. <laughs> So if you want to talk to Danny, he better be sitting here blabbing on the air, and you you just grab him before he gets up from the table. In fact, last week at B-Dubs, I said to you as you were walking out the door, Danny, and I actually did have something to say no, to you. No, you were doing a bit. No, 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 100% had something to say to you, It, but you thought I was doing a bit, and you just kind of waved and kept walking. But then you over-Danny'd. I'm like, he's definitely doing a bit. But then you had to come back in three minutes later because you forgot something. I forgot my bag. Yeah, oh, was so tough. miserable. I actually got on the road. I was on the, the main thoroughfare outside of um, uh, the Dante Culpepper, Culpepper uh, B-dubs, and I realized I forgot my bag because I was thirsty and I had to come trouble back and, and grab it. So it just killed my, my time. I usually make such great time, but that added three and a half minutes to my trip, which I just can't have. I can't have it. But we're back. We're live. We're better than ever. We're in Culpepper. I, I should say we're, we're not, not in Culpepper. We're, we're at Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings uh, at Falls Church. But stop by. Say what's up. So here's what I want to do, Danny. Yeah. I want to tee people up. People are on hold. They want to talk about Sam Howe, and I get that. Today's a great day for that. He played well. They got to win. 800-636-1067 is the number. There's a couple lines open. MGM National Harbor listener lines, 800-636-1067. Let's grade his performance on a letter grade scale, A through F. What I need to know from you before I give you my grade, Uh should I be grading him taking into account that this was his first game against a good Dallas defense? Or do you want a grade as if this was his 30th start? Like in the same way that I would grade Dak Prescott or Jimmy Garoppolo or Kirk Cousins or anybody else. I think that's the question, by the way. So here's how I'm going to frame it. All I'm asking for is, you know, league or based on what's going on in the league quarterback play. I want good quarterback play based on what everyone else is doing. So I'm not going to worry about if it's his first start or not. Now, it doesn't mean that if I give him a, a, a 56 because it's not what Josh Allen's doing. Have you ever gotten a 56 on a paper, by the way? Uh, many times. That's I, tough I to look it at. Because that's a pretty common thing for me to end up with. So it's one of those things where I can't, you know, if I give him a bad grade, doesn't mean it's not worth pursuing. It still very much is, right? But I'm judging it on, on quarterback play in this league. And 
all I want is something that belongs in that group. So I, w- I will give him a grade, not based on his first start. We're not doing curves here. This is the grade is the grade. All right, I'll even, now that you've kind of separated the two and the, and the, what it, you know, the two categories are, I'll give you two different grades. Give it to me. So I will say Sam Howell first start against the Cowboys week 18 of his rookie year. I'm going to give him an A- minus for yesterday. How about it? Look but at I, this. But I think this is an A grade in that it was one interception on one terrible read slash yep. decision into triple coverage. If you're a 10th-year veteran and you make that throw, it's one of the worst interceptions ever. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you, You've taken three points, maybe seven off the board, and you threw it to where there were three defenders with a better chance at the ball than your guy. It's the kind of thing, though, that is somewhat routine a few times a year when you are inexperienced and you have not played before. A minus, though, because that 60-yard throw in the air, the 52-yarder to McLaurin was special. I thought he gave Dotson an awesome chance at another deep ball. Could that have been was another a great throw. 30-plus, 40-yard throw. I love the timing with which he operated on a couple of those in-breaking slant routes and stuff where you know, he was able to wait for a you – know, a window to open. You know, you're, you're basically throwing into windows at the National Football League level, and he would get uh, Dotson coming across between defenders and time everything up really well. Ball placement was outstanding. Underrated thing to talk about with quarterback uh-huh. play. But you talk about yards after the catch. Does a guy have the ability to stay at full speed catching the football, not break stride, get up the field because he's already on a sprint? You saw that on the touch throw to McLaurin with the touchdown. You saw that on multiple occasions on slants to Dotson as well. I thought that was really, really good. So I'm giving him an A- minus considering the circumstances. In terms of overall NFL quarterbacking play, I would say maybe C+. Had a couple of things have gone differently. You know, you don't have one or two drops. Those yards are a part of it. Maybe it's even a B-, minus, but I would say probably a C+. Which, again, you can win a lot of games with a C+, with this defense. And with one turnover, which is all it was, and a C-plus performance in this outfit, you could win 10, 11 times. You really could. This is a top 10 defense in the league. Yeah, uh, solid B for me. This is not on a curve. This is what we saw, what he can control. To me, what he controlled was 13 for 19 for about 215, 220 yards, and another 35 accounted for on the ground with two touchdowns. The turnover really knocked it down. That was bad. That just was. I mean, that's bad for anybody. It's bad but for expected, a college kid. right? Yeah, but part of it. That's yeah. why I'm not running under the bus. I'm simply saying, hey, that's what knocks the grade down for me. But that was he was good. The the, the couple throws that were super impressive, you touched on it, the dime uh, to, to Dotson down the sideline, the one to McLaurin, one of the more impressive higher-level quarterbacking throws to me where I've seen a couple different folks break this down, that slant to, to Dotson that ended up going for 30-plus yards. You already touched on it, but I really want to uh, emphasize this. Something that I feel like Heineke just didn't have, right, with his, uh, with his gunslinger attitude and, and toughness and the moxie, he couldn't do this very well. He wasn't very accurate. Sam Howe, realizing that if he does the normal Sam Howe throwing motion, it's going right into the paw of one of the defensive tackles. Subtle slide with his feet. Goes from his over-the-top motion down to three-quarters almost sidearm like a shortstop flip, uh, flipping it to a middle infielder for a double play. Hits him in stride. It's the yak that comes from not having to break stride. That throw is the thing that the good ones do. That's the thing that Pat Mahomes is doing. That's the thing that Josh Allen is doing when he's right. That's the thing that Aaron Rodgers was doing when he was right. That's not every play, but that showed me the thing. That's the thing that separates you from 72 and sunny. Everybody can drop back, pat the football, throw to their first read that's open. That kind of a grown-up play 
to me said this is a skill set worth pursuing. So for me, he was limited by game circumstance where he didn't have to throw it 45 times. He might have had a lower grade if that was a result if they're chasing the game. Limited by a couple of those drops on, on balls, that I, especially the McCorn one. But really, I think that Dotson one is a play you'd like to have. I thought he was pretty damn solid in, in this ballgame. Yeah, he played well. And again, really going into the offseason, he has allowed you now, if you're Rivera in this staff, to consider the possibility that you have a playable, rosterable, potential option for next season on your roster already. You did not have that before yesterday. Carson Wentz is not that. He is gone. Taylor Heineke is not that because we know what the ceiling is. All of the best things that Heineke provides and gives you, Sam Howell is going to provide, and then he's going to add some arm strength, some mobility, some foot speed, physical NFL traits that Heineke doesn't have. I would challenge people who don't see a way forward or are super skeptical of how. If he was drafted in the second round and everything else has happened. People would be losing their minds. Exactly how it's happened so far. How would you be feeling about him? He had a really good preseason. Played a lot in the preseason. Then he basically got put on layaway and was stashed for an entire year. And then he came out yesterday and played pretty well. If he wasn't a round five pick, what would the drawbacks be? Now, that doesn't mean they should just sign up for now, him being the guy for the next couple of years. But if the price tags for the proven veterans are what the Wentz price tag was, we just saw that they would have been better off this season riding with Heineke over Wentz based on what they'd given up for Wentz because the upgrade wasn't what it needed to be. This guy's better than Heineke, in my opinion. And after a full off season will be decidedly better. I think there's a real conversation that needs to be had as to how good can you do at quarterback, what are your realistic options, and is the upgrade enough to justify picks, money, whatever it might cost. But let's get to the calls on this, 800-636-1067. On the MGM National Harbor listener lines, we are live today at Buffalo Wild Wings. We're in Falls Church off Route 7. You're listening to Grant and Danny on The Fan. Jay Gruden in 20 minutes. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. That's the way you start your career if you're Sam Howell with the Commanders yesterday. 26-6 to winners at FedEx Field. Just like we all thought, a 20-point game, and Washington was on the good side. We did call the 20-point part. Yeah, we just had the wrong team winning and a whole bunch of other stuff. That was completely incorrect. I still, I'm still stunned that Dallas looked that bad. Washington deserves credit. They were the better team. They yeah. dumped them. Should have won by more. Dallas looked truly inept like they'd never met each other. Yeah, the, the Washington part of it we can celebrate and talk about all day uh-huh. because a lot of guys got opportunities, and, and you hear the adage or the thought they have nothing to play for. And for a lot of these players like Milo Eifler, who tackled the punter and got to celebrate at FedEx Field. He does, yeah. That's the play of his career, right? I mean, for Kalik Hudson, who got an opportunity, and, and Percy Butler, and like some of these dudes who just played more yesterday than they have all season. Yeah, right, they have nothing to play for. They've been waiting their whole lives for this. So that is, I, I think, telling into why they maybe played such an inspired game. The Dallas part of it is inexplicable. They played all their guys. They wanted it, they cared, and they had no answers for the big bad commanders. I mean, they got pushed they got around. bullied around, man. And just bullied, yeah, beaten in every turn by a commander's team with locker clean-out day today and, and no playoff spot to be had. Let's go to the phones. 800-636-1067 is the number. We'll start with Hal and Kensington on line four on Grant and Danny. Remember Jay Gruden in about 15 minutes. Uh, Jay Gruden going to join us. Coming up at 5 o'clock, I guess we had some phone issues and the uh, lines just went down. So, so we won't why be talking yeah. to Hal and Kensington. Uh, back to uh, Sam Hal, though. Charted his throws in this game. A lot of the stuff was easy and underneath. And I hope people don't take away from him on that. Because that in and of itself, I think, in your first start was a skill. How many times did you say, oh, come on, man, you tried to do too much there? I can think of one, the pick. Yep. Can you think of one other time all game long where you said to him, Sam, just play within yourself. The fact that that happened one time in in a start against that defense – is incredible. Yeah, it's it's a it's better ratio for whatever that stat is, whatever that whatever we're calling that, than Carson Wentz in year seven or year eight or whatever. I mean, the number of times where he goes, screw it, I'll fit it in there, or that guy's not open, but we'll see what happens. The Heineke Yolo situation, Hal did it one time. I mean, in terms of turnover worthy plays, that was the one. I mean, he had another throw, Jeeps, where you got to have a lot of confidence. You got to be a lot, you'd be real secure. Right sideline, little comeback from Jahan Dotson. Right, the ball's thrown before the break allows Dotson to catch the ball, make a move, go upfield to get extra yardage. Again, yards after the catch. People scoff at that. Short, precise throws that are delivered on time with anticipation. Uh, there's a guy that plays in Tampa that's going in the Hall of Fame the instant he decides to with the most Super Bowls of anybody that has made an entire career off of that. Those types of routes thrown early, often, precise, Take advantage of every single kind of coverage and defense. You've got to know what the hell you're about, know what you're doing, and be on the same page with your receivers. That was evidence of that from Hal. Uh, really impressive to me. So taking something away, oh, it's just short passes. It's not just bubble screens that he's throwing here, okay? That's the league right now. The amount of times, when, you know, when I was growing up in, in the old uh, – uh, Gibbs system where they would run it down your throat seven times, then a guy would backpedal, pat the football for a dude to execute four different moves, and then you'd throw it as far as you possibly can, and Gary Clark was behind the defense. That didn't happen anymore. It's precision, short 
timing routes to try to beat all these different advanced coverages and negate pass rushes, which have become unbelievable. That's the league, and he excelled yesterday at that. Yeah, I thought he played well. I mean, I would remind people that Taylor Heineke's first time we saw him start. Sure. He had a better game by far than Hal had yesterday, and that was in the playoffs against Tampa Bay, right? Uh, You've got the Matt Flynn game for Green Bay where he threw for 480 yards, and everybody wanted their team to sign him that offseason. And I remember actually being, I think it was at the Senior Bowl, maybe it was the Combine, but I was at an event, Washington, you'll be surprised to hear this, was in the market for a quarterback that year. Washington, that, this yeah, team here? absolutely. No. Uh-huh. They needed one then. Wow. Crazy enough. Huh. And I was at a bar with there were the, the, the commanders at the time were called the Redskins, and they had this young coaching staff, uh-huh, uh-huh. and there were a bunch of offensive uh, coaches on that staff uh-huh, uh-huh. Th- that I uh, knew pretty well. So I was at this bar with this guy named Sean McVay okay. and this guy named Matt LaFleur uh-huh. and this guy named Mike McDaniel uh-huh. and this other guy named Kyle Shanahan. Uh-huh. Maybe you've heard of these guys. These are names. So I remember just asking. We were talking about Matt Flynn. None of those guys thought Matt Flynn was any good. They're like, dude, you have to watch the film of this game. They're like, trust us. This game was the most fraudulent, nonsensical, <laughs> ridiculous, fake 480-yard gem you've ever seen in your life. I'm like, you guys, you got to go sign this guy. Like, you have to go. Don't give. you now have to? Yeah. And they're like, this guy can't play dead in a Western. Now, it turns out they were right. But my point is, sometimes you have a great game. You know, sometimes you outkick your coverage and, and you do something that is unsustainable. Uh, and Jarrett Stidham for the Raiders had an awesome performance a couple weeks ago against I the mean, 49ers. I mean, was unbelievable in that game. Shooting the lights out like Steph Curry. You fast forward a week, he crashed back down to earth against Kansas City. He probably has already had the best game of his career. My point is not to knock Sam Howell as much as it is to say a lot of bad quarterbacks have played okay and okay quarterbacks have played great. And I'm not even saying this was great, but you got to find out if a guy can do it over time. you got to put them in different situations and have game script work against them and have 95% of your throws not played with a lead. Uh, you have to see what, what he's doing when he's not taking over possession of the football on five drives yesterday at the 40-yard line or closer to midfield or twice in the red zone, right? All those things are going to have to happen over time. But yesterday has almost nothing to do with my major thesis, which is that they could possibly go into next season with Sam Howe as the starting quarterback without having to go upgrade and, and spend a bunch of money. Right. And that isn't an, a completely unobtainable, that isn't a completely scary proposition. Now, they might also d- decide that they want Jimmy Garoppolo or a starter or someone that's better than that. I just don't know if this staff gets to do that again. And I don't know if, if I trust them to get this right. But let's see what Jay Gruden thought of Sam Howe. Next right here on Grant and Danny, we'll get his evaluation of the young quarterback when he joins us on the fan in moments. Remember, we're at Buffalo Wild Wings and Falls Church. Come say hello. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.